Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com to another blog and another podcast. Today we continue in our study of Romans chapter 5. We're in verses 18 through 21, which reads, Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's Romans chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. Today we conclude our study of Romans chapter 5. These last four verses in Romans 5 bring to a conclusion this massive section on justification by faith alone. Over and over and over, the Apostle Paul has been making this comparison between Adam and the Lord Jesus Christ. Whereas Adam made a very bad choice and rendered the worst news ever, the Lord Jesus chose to come to earth to be the satisfying sacrifice so that all could be redeemed from sin and death. In verse 18 of today's passage, we read, Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. In this verse, the Apostle Paul is drawing to a close his argument on justification by faith. The Greek word translated trespass means a false step departing from the path to go astray. This refers to when Adam first sinned in the Garden of Eden. God had commanded Adam not to eat from this one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Adam had the entire world at his disposal except for this one tree. But Adam chose the way opposite of God. He saw it with his eyes. He desired it in his heart. And as an act of flagrant, defiant disobedience to God, with his eyes wide open, Adam took the fruit of which God had said, You shall not eat of this fruit. As a result, through Adam's trespass, sin and death contaminated the whole world. But the story does not end there. God saves us through Christ because it corresponds to the way we were condemned through Adam. Justification unto life corresponds with condemnation unto death. And our condemnation, at its deepest root, comes not from what we did individually, but from what Adam did as our representative. And so our justification, at its deepest root, comes not from what we do, but from what Christ did. The reason Paul developed this comparison between Adam and Christ is to make clear that the root cause of our justification is the righteousness of Christ, alone, 
which came to us through his obedience. In verse 19 of today's passage, we read, For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. Once again, Paul reinforces the contrast between the first man, Adam, and the God-man. In this verse, hope yet again abounds and gains the upper hand for anyone willing enough to receive it. The result through Christ is quite different than the result that happened through Adam. Righteousness is the gift given to the believer in Christ. The phrase, the obedience of the one, is a reference to the generosity of the Lord Jesus Christ when he willingly chose to leave the perfection of heaven to come to earth, eventually going to the cross and being made a sacrifice for sin. Just as Adam's sin was imputed to all men, Christ's obedience was imputed to the willing of heart to believe in this wonderful promise from the one who fashioned us in our mother's wombs. The Greek word translated righteous means the justified ones. These are not justified by their actions. They are justified because God has declared them justified through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. In verses 20 and 21 of today's passage, we read, The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that, just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The law of Moses has never produced righteousness in man. It was actually given to accentuate to man his inability to be good enough. The more sinful man gets, the more he has to, out of desperation, throw himself at the mercy of the grace of God that is found in Christ Jesus. In this context, man's desperation makes him cry out to God, that is, if he's humble enough. All of this is a means of God's grace. And it happens when we have come to an end of ourselves. Five times in the greater context of the day's passage, we see the phrase, all the more. The apostle used this phrase in order to communicate how efficacious is the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And the efficacy of Christ's gift is not understood properly unless we gain a biblical understanding of sin. This explains why Paul has spent so much time making this comparison. Under sin and death, we were rendered dead to all that is good. And the only answer to man's damned condition is the grace of God. The grace of God is always one-sided. It has to be. Otherwise, it would not be grace. God's grace is much greater than sin and death which was poised to render incalculable pain into our existence. That is until the grace of God showed up on the scene. The law put our depravity and utter hopelessness on display. God's grace put the Lord Jesus Christ on the display. This is why once sinners have come to know the Lord Jesus, they begin a journey 
at learning to adore the one who has laid down his life for his friends. In fact, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we will forever be learning the amazing nature of God's grace, which is so powerful that it is slowly changing our hearts. I can only imagine what eternity will bring about. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helpful to you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.